This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another on-time episode. <laughs> right on time. Of the Only Friends podcast. We're here popping at, you know, the usual start time of 2.49, as we always <laughs> advertise for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Reminds me, I forgot to even put it out on Twitter. Fuck me. Uh, not doing your job, man. You had one job. Uh, we, got a, we got an almost full cast here today. We're just missing Chin. Welcome back, Landon. Thank you. Good to be back. <laughs> How do you like that? I, was, I was processing me actually being back in this place and the other non person here is not here yet mm-hmm. for a while for a while yeah maybe for i don't while. know it's how i feel about this shop we're gonna take it it's a good looking it shot it makes your yeah, arms okay. look really long uh mm-hmm. the the camera definitely I, should be higher, i do have some i do have some long ass arms yeah it's it's, it's giving you a weird it's giving a little they bit of a weird perspective the camera probably should be higher because you're a very tall man i am i am a tall man but uh this is where we're at today yeah, yeah. Uh, so the flight that I got was supposed to land at 1.16, and then I was trying to get my stuff and be in the Uber on the way over here <clears throat> by like 1.45, but then there was a delay. So when the delay happened, I got here later. So here we are. How we doing? The people don't like your choice of clothing today. Yeah, uh, me right on time, today. Yeah. Huh? The people don't like your choice of clothing today. My choice of clothing? Yeah, they've only seen you in a towel recently, so... Oh, <laughs> I think that's what you have to go by now. No, I said that the only time that another towel photo will be taken will be December 31st of 2022. I have a hard rule on that. I mean, what a hell of a way to bring in the new year. You've a lot of towel photos like recently. I've seen you all no. over the place. This wow. shit is crazy. Like, I, really thought- I thought, okay, at first I thought you were being serious, and I realized that the memes were not nonstop, <laughs> and it was the same picture of you. He's actually like, no, I'm not. Multiple times. <laughs> Because I've thought about it. I was like, well, maybe, no. Look at all the, I got two Starbucks today. (laughs) We're caffeinated. What? What do you mean? That was so random. I was just, I looked at the thing and I was like, well, I got, there's a water, there's water bottle, there's two Starbucks, there's a water, and then I have Italian sub, courtesy of Guapo. Yeah. And Spice Girls. What else you you got? What else is going on in that little corner there, Melissa? We party in this corner. Chin. You can move to the kitty corner when you get back because mm. I'm going to All start. of a sudden, it's the kitty corner, huh? Uh-huh. I, yeah, now that I'm not in it, it's the kitty corner because I'm obviously the most mature one on this show. For mm. sure. That's clear. Without a doubt. I miss when people used to call me mature. That happened? That- yeah, when I was 10. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> you front-loaded very your mature for your age. I'm, I'm basically the most mature person in this group, yes, which, which you says are. a hell of a lot about the rest of you. Before, no, before, it says a lot about a you. Bunch of drinks. <laughs> What before or after? <laughs> after a bunch he of he drops down in oh, rank. Oh, I'm always sober. <laughs> As a mature man yeah. should be. Uh-huh. When, uh huh. No, I mean on the podcast for the most part. We started off just, just drinking whiskey. Things started. Nice. Yeah. Now we got coffee and water. <laughs> you still have that mystery bounty bottle. No, um, no, I gave it away. Mm-hmm. You gave it away? Yeah, I'm not drinking that nasty shit. Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to Brian Tinney. Blast Shout from the past. Brian. Hit us with oh, a Brian super Tinney, chat. I haven't seen him in a while. 
Good to see you here, my man. Shout out to Dr. Mamacita in the chat, keeping chin in check as uh, we fully expect. With Are that we going to keep this bit birthday, going? Oh God, yeah. This with, bit never died. Birthday hangover. I tried. Listen, every time this bit happens, Melissa and I just like we share a stare from across pain. the room. Yeah, and I tried to tell him it wasn't funny, and then he told me that I was bad at improv because I wasn't going with it. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like something Jimmy Fallon would do. Definitely a Jimmy Fallon diva move. <laughs> Rule one of improv. Rule is one, bit's not yes. funny. Rule two, tell them they're bad at improv when they tell you the bit's not funny. No, it's yeah. just say yes. That's that's it's yes and yes and <sighs> littering and. You think that's what that was born out of? Um, yeah. Okay. Why'd you stay in LA so long, man? We missed yeah. you. What were you doing? What were you doing? Those those around, you know. Those on the laundry mat. Little laundromat I did go to the laundromat. Yeah, a little vlog of the laundromat. Laundromat vlog. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny because uh, he had the little video of the laundromat, and all I could see was that yellow cutoff going around and around <laughs> anywhere all the time. Like, there's that famous cutoff. Listen, that yellow cutoff okay. that he loves. I, I need to get something. I need to get something <laughs> not off my chest, but I just have to make it clear. You after to, I wear these clothes, I do my laundry. Yeah. So no, I'm not saying I'm not saying. Do you like, think do, have people been saying you don't do your laundry? No, but I've just realized I wear the same thing so much. Like I have like three outfits because I only have like yeah. I have to get more shorts. But after like gym, it'll take like two days of like building up clothes and then laundry and then I'll you do laundry every two days. Every couple of days, yeah. No, I'm not hating. I wear this shirt probably like once a week on this show. That's fine, but, though. But I gotta get more shows. Washing your clothes every two days. Wild. Yeah, no, LA was great. Um, poker, not so great. I was 0 for 4. What were you um, doing other than poker? Yeah, what, what do you mean poker was uh, great? Yeah, what, what, was what was great, great? outside of poker if, if you were in LA for so long? You know, I was just having some experiences, I suppose. <laughs> Dates, if you will. Did you have your towel I don't really know you? if it's... No towels. You didn't have your towel with you? No, no, no towels? No ta towels wow. off. No. no. <laughs> no oh, um, just kind of one-off one things. Just kind of seeing what that's like. But Getting that beak wet. Some one-off no, things. No, no, uh, no wet beaks. Just more... Self-loathing, no fingers, okay. more self-loathing, more Without lack of clarity. Would you describe that as great? Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, realized yeah. I, yeah. I realized that like I have a very select amount of things that I want to care about at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to focus on those and then hmm. we'll, we'll move on. You know, a lot of, well, a lot of overthinking on this side of the room, yeah. you know, a lot of overthinking, but that's okay. A lot of thinking, not a lot of doing. A lot of thinking. Not a lot of doing. Yeah. <laughs> no, not a lot of doing. Because like, if some, for some for some reason, <laughs> things can be going absolutely great, and I'll always think of a reason, or just something that completely doesn't exist as to why it's com it's fucked up. Oh, you're a self sabotager. Correct. I'm not a self sabotager. So I don't yeah. do anything to self sabotage. Well, but it sounds I like you did. I expect things. Inaction to is an action. Sabotage. Oh. That's right. Say that again slower for the people Inaction in the back. Inaction is an action. Oh, it's wow. like when you're playing poker and you know you're supposed to barrel, but you don't. That's yeah. you chose not right. to. Right. Yeah. I think the difference when it comes did to did you like, forget the barrel this week? He did. I did. You bet the well, flop. <clears throat> you bet the flop Stop. a lot. And then got raised. Then you give up on turn and river. Yeah. No, Stuff like that. <laughs> really explain. I didn't necessarily give up. I gave up on myself because right. I gave up on not knowing what. The purpose of it all is. There's like, wow, you got existential about it. God, there's so much I mean, it's just a turn bet. You don't need to get existential. <laughs> there's so much room for this to be funny, and I get sad every time it kicks back. The <laughs> oh, fuck. The, oh, the sound fuck. went out. The sound went out. 
Oh, really? No. You can't got, hear us? I can hear you, but that's because I'm really, really using my ears right now. Mm. It's not through the headphones. Guapo, jiggle the thing in the back, if you will. Jiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Wait, it's back. Wait, it's back. Okay. Okay. No jiggle yeah. necessary. Yeah, nothing necessary. Go. But going back to that, I would think to like, what, what's, my, what's my goal here? What's the purpose here? What am I trying to, to do? Just, you just live in life. But Triple barreling. That's the thing is like, I don't know if I want to live that life. Look, I got to tell you, all right, or let, let, me, let me pause you for a second. As somebody who is a chronic overthinker and who spent most of his 20s overanalyzing every single situation and finding reasons to not experience things as opposed to just experiencing them fucking up and then learning from it, I, I have to tell you that one of the biggest downfalls, I think, of uh, the current social landscape and the current internet age where we just have information at our fingertips 24-7 and with that information comes a new guru every day telling you like what to focus on and how to live your life and everything. The biggest downfall to all this is you just stop like in, enjoying your youth. Yeah. You know, there's just like, like kids aren't outside playing anymore. And I know that we're... They're strategizing how to grow their brand. Right. And I know we're talking about, you know, getting fingers wet. But when you're <laughs> in your 20s, that's considered playing, I think. And yeah. it's just like, you know... Just try some shit, man. I was my fingers were getting wet <laughs> in my early twenties. Now I'm, I'm over the hump. I'm out of the uh, Leo DiCaprio age range. It was yeah. a good run. Yeah, you just graduated. It's unfortunate. I, mm. Well, actually, last year I graduated. Mm. I'm about to be you two aged, years removed. You from aged it. way out. Way out. Yeah, like I, I am, it. like basically a senior citizen in his eyes. Well, yeah. Well, well, that's kind of the thing now, isn't it? Is the idea of just experiencing something, doing something, because the difference between call it like a poker thing or like going on a date with someone or not an effective date, so to speak, but you're hanging out in a one-on-one situation with someone and it's not implied to be a date or whatever, is that with a date, it involves somebody else. In poker, it just involves me and like my decisions and sure there's someone on the other side of it, but feelings don't get hurt sort uh, of thing. Well, I'm, it's a little yeah. different. Depends you know on I mean? your I've opponent, I suppose. But get hurt sure, people, yeah, people get emotional. I understand. And I understand what you're you alluding to. I understand what you're alluding to. I think that uh, I think this is the general pushback with um, philosophy as a whole, and it's something that I'm wildly interested in. Something that I always, when I had an extra and elective, <laughs> I would be sure to take a, a philosophy course or a theology course, something along those lines. But mm -hmm. the problem is, is that philosophy at its core is just you know deep thoughtful thinking and that's great that's absolutely great but when you're doing it right you land with more questions than answers you know yeah and it doesn't really lead to a whole lot of action yeah i left myself with a lot of questions yeah. after a lot of things that was what i really did not enjoy about like taking philosophy classes it was just like okay well where's the answers guys are we gonna like get to some goals or you know what and it's like well, no we're just gonna ponder it to, to be fair i think that that's what actually what's great about philosophy i would argue that humans are are most refined and at their best when they're process oriented over goal oriented but i do think that it's applicable to like doing post-mortems on situations yeah rather than uh a pre-plan I, I like to reach conclusions and there's not a whole lot of that in philosophy yeah there's not a lot of that in life though yeah but i like to take it where i can sure <clears throat> um but yeah I, I think it's like much better served for just doing something and then looking back and be like wow i fucked that up 
right. and then spending some time with it and being like, okay, well, what could I have done different? Like, if you're going to be an overthinker, at least dissect stuff that you can't change. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what yeah. Do you mean? Like, uh, at least spend a bunch of time thinking about what's happened in the past so mm -hmm. that you can prevent or, or alter your course. Or make it forward. more aligned with you in the future. Yeah, rather than trying to actually be. control outcomes of pre-thinking. Yeah. You know, right. like, like, yeah. <clears throat> that just seems like the difference when it comes to, I guess, like... The pre-thinking is more anxiety than anything. Relationships and, like, dating or, like, could-be relationships. It's like, what's the process in that? When it comes to, does that make sense? Like if where, dating? Yeah, like wherein lies the process? Like where's the process-oriented thinking when it comes to dating? Just being present, probably. Yeah, I think that that's the point. Is if you define it, if you define it as like a step-by-step -step process, mm. then you're leaning more into the goal, right? Because the goal is easily or loosely defined, right? It's it also either, implies that there's a wrong way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the process is just experience right it's yeah. just like finding somebody that you actually want to spend time with that you care about yeah and doing so and whatever you do to occupy that time is kind of between the two of you yeah well that's the thing right is you can have like a really good time with somebody and not make it like well that's the difference between like having a, i guess being platonic with someone and having like a platonic relationship versus like a romantic relationship would be oh, like also the difference between choosing the highest ev path and uh, a winning ev path who knows like maybe that time spent is always plus ev yeah but you know making the move is the highest ev option yeah it depends on which, in those overbet jams yeah it, it depends what you're deciding is like you have to well you have to know what you want right no, you don't at least in some regards no because sometimes it's a process of figuring it out <laughs> what if you don't As what you if go. the highest ev jam is not jamming like the highest ev play is not jamming yeah sometimes you got to get your hand slapped yeah you gotta you know, kiss the frog sometimes. Yeah, you gotta you gotta three X pot jam sometimes, run into the nuts and oh, say yeah. mm, maybe hundred percent was yeah, better. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe next time I'll consider that. Yeah. Maybe outcome. they maybe they always have it here. Yeah. yeah Feels we, like I never have it anywhere. We, we just listen. <laughs> 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 we'll figure it out. Try rip that bandaid off. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole segment on how dating and overbed jamming. River well, maybe we maybe I'll Berlitz. have my live stream podcast date and we can do one for landon now we're fucking talking what are we talking about here how i was gonna invite a like a tinder or hinge person to come on the show oh, and we'll have our first date just on camera you want me to invite and someone? maybe you could do that too i love yeah. this i love this i think like landon and his date are in the kitty corner you and your date oh are we're gonna do it at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow oh okay. yeah you, you well because here's what i think ultimately happens and this is just good for the show it's very bad for youtube but very good for the show <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm, I'm it's like i'm jesus i'm sacrificing myself. I, I think at some point your dates either realize that they belong better together with each other yeah. or that you and landon belong together or and, like uh, maybe me with the girl and him with my guy hey let's fucking you know? go this is 2022 we don't we I'm don't shy yeah exactly uh, but I think the best part of it is that we have enough mics and chairs where the rest of us can just serve as a panel of sorts. Oh, you mm -hmm. guys are going to be here. Well, I think we could be like the Nick Lachey's. See, this is a, like not what I had in my mind. No. I thought that maybe, you know, it would just be Guapo mm. and then it was just me and my date. And we sort of just had a uh, more of a private thing. You Pri wanted okay, it to okay, be yeah, very private. Uh, very private. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's sort of setting. a private affair. I mean, yeah, I mean you're, you're a little bit more experienced. I can see where that would work out. I think Landon's going to need uh, a little a bit panel. more. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to need a panel. We'll say objection. To, uh, right. He's going to like ask what a question. What he actually meant was, can I grab your boob? <laughs> this sounds like an actually terrifying idea, and I don't want to be a part see, of this I've, as a panel. I've already, you know, like 
I understand why you wouldn't want to do it. I've already thrown myself out to the wolves before, so mm -hmm. I'm just like, what could go wrong? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I don't disagree. Maybe we like put, uh, yeah, we make it like we'll dating it out content. loud. There's dating a, uh, out loud. Yeah, so there, there's should we a wear show. noise canceling and then we can turn them on and talk about what we think about each other every now and then? <laughs> yeah, like every every. So uh, he's okay, um, but he's kind of boring. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> tell me more about that. That's where we'll it's, jump in. We'll be like, uh, okay, let's spice this up a little bit, yeah. you know? Uh, so how do you feel about incest? Yeah. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever accidentally dated your sibling? Yeah. Have you heard this story? Like, I don't see how this could go wrong. Is this the one that I put in the chat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we talked about it on yesterday's show, and I wanted to play the clip from the podcast they got pulled from. Uh, just, just go ahead and run the clip for, for context sake there, Guapo. For six years. No! <laughs> no. Did I, everyone got that right? Bio brother, six years. Okay, good. I am 30 and my brother is 32. I'm going to call him my boyfriend for the majority no, of the time. No, absolutely not. While I type this. <laughs> I feel weird about this. I was adopted as Fair. a baby, but I didn't know that I was adopted until I was in high school. I don't feel betrayed or care much. I love my parents and my parents love me. Who cares if they aren't my real parents? My boyfriend was also adopted. And when we met, it was one of the first things we sort of bonded over. We both didn't learn we were adopted until later on, and we both were lucky and had good families. We weren't passed around from foster home to foster home. Our relationship was and still is great. We understood each other very fast. We were attracted to each other quickly. I've never met someone and felt immediate attraction and familiarity. Now, I know that that comfort and familiarity is because he's my brother. <sighs> Not my half-brother, my full brother. We've done everything a couple that has been together for six years could do. Please. We said we love each other, we've had sex, we've celebrated anniversaries, we've met each other's families, I'm just glad we both agreed early on that we don't want to have kids. So that has never happened. I don't want to deal with the health risk to raise a child and them know that their parents are siblings. I discovered it when we did a DNA test thing to see our ancestry and <laughs> what exactly we are. I ordered two for us. We spit in the tube and sent it out. Just cute couple things. <laughs> yeah. It took like a month for the results to come back and I was excited to see what we were, but before I could even get to that, I saw that we were siblings. I was shocked, to say the least. I only just found out this information and I haven't told my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm really hoping they made a mistake, but things are kind of starting to make sense to me now. We always get the quote, you guys look so alike. No! <laughs> or, Quote, he's the male version of you. No! Oh my God. <laughs> no. So bad. Long no. before this test, we've always gotten compared. We always just laughed it off, but I have spent the morning looking at pictures of us together and realizing what we really are. We do look so alike. It's freaking me out and I don't know what I should do. I still love my boyfriend slash brother. <laughs> And we have been together for six years. We have a house together and a whole comfortable life. I'm hoping that this test is wrong and we will do a real test soon, but I'm panicking. I still see him as the love of my life. 
Okay, but this is actually so crazy because what if you just found out that Justin. So, is your to make a long story short, that was not short. Like, <laughs> the chat thinks this is him. fake. I could see. I could it see it being, being fake. I, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it might be real, but it could easily. Well, it's just the only reason that it's. Yes, the only reason it's easier to fake is because the probability of two adopted siblings reconnecting that way is relatively mm -hmm. low. Right. But if they got adopted out in the same area. Yeah, like I don't a think small town. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. Like imagine, imagine if like somebody in Leechburg gives their kids up for adoption. The idea of like one of them landing at Kiski and one of them landing in Lower Burl. I think that's unlikely though. I, I think like if... <clears throat> I mean, I think... I don't know if you're maybe if you're adopted does it really does you stay that close to that air does that area? i don't know i, I don't know yeah, like don't how know. adoption clinics mm -hmm. work like if there are people coming from like uh i'm sure it's different than adopting a pet but for sure like when it comes to pets your pets are almost always going to be pretty localized to where you adopted them from yeah uh, it's not like, you know, you're, a dog's going to come in from Florida. No, right. <laughs> we have a nice greyhound coming in from, from Tampa. Uh, you're going to love him, I promise. Yeah. Like, really need to give this big boy a home. Mm. Um, it's so fucking wild. If it's true, Like, it's if it's crazy. true, yeah. even if it's like 1% that that's true, yeah. what do you do? So, like, what we cut off there was they started, like, asking, uh, there was a couple on the show, and they started asking, like, uh, what if you found out tomorrow that, like, Rob was your, your brother? And like they're engaged mm -hmm. uh, or whatever. She's like, she's like, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, like uh, I love him, but they said the love just doesn't go away. Like, right. So right. I mean, yeah, but you can definitely just be like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've never been dating someone and then just got the ick. No, Six I've, been, years, I've definitely though. been. They've been like they. They're kind of like an established like that. Yeah. Right. I think the ick yeah. is only a girl thing. I don't think Is as it? I don't think as guys we get the ick. We just get the <laughs> I'm bored. That'd be like if Michelle and I found out we were brother and sister. Uh, we had a side, an entire side conversation where we thought that was plausible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we got. I mean, it's all falling into place. Melissa now. was really heading the charge on it. She yeah, I like, said, oh, that's like Brian and Michelle. You guys do look alike. Yeah, but I think it's because you've been together so long. That's you what know they, how you start to look alike. That's mm -hmm. what they thought. Mm -hmm. Then uh, 23andMe came back. Yeah, yeah. We PG. should uh, maybe we should do the test just to make sure. I have it. Have you done it? Yeah, I did it when I was 18. What are you? What do you mean? What am I? I'm half Japanese. Like what I thought. <laughs> what else? <laughs> What's the other half? Um, Europe, Northern European. Hmm. Idiot from You're Northern an idiot European. From Northern yeah. Europe. Yeah. Join oh, the club. A British and Irish. Okay. So you're a little bit a little oh. bit of everything. Half ginger. Yeah. So you have red undertones, is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, I don't want to do I'm it. I'm the olive one. Because I'm, you know, I'm 100% Italian, and I don't want anything to tell me different, right? right. I don't want to like take the test and then find out, oh, you're half Italian and you know half French and half Swiss, and you're Which a quarter be Korean. Because and Northern <laughs> Korean. That equals 100. Well, percent The thing is, I have like. Half of my uh, family is from uh, northern Italy, which is very, very likely that they have French blood or, or Swiss or you sure, know, something else, sure. right? It's also close together. So it's very likely it'll come back not saying that I'm 100% Italian, and I'm not ready to deal with that. Yeah, what? I mean, it, does, it shows you your, it shows you your like, genetic 
um overlap so like people who it's like oh you this is probably your second cousin or something not like actual individuals yeah wait what their names and everything what yeah you talk about oh ancestry on 23andme they they tell Uh, you you don't want to do ancestry.com why do you know the background to this no okay so ancestry.com was developed by the church of latter-day saints or or something within the mormon community really and it's because they have a belief that they can convert the past they they can convert those who have already died to uh mormonism Uh, post-death huh so they're developing a database of uh like all the lineages going back to the start of time attempting to convert them all to mormonism in death you're saying if i do you're saying if i do ancestry.com the mormons get my dna yeah yeah what are they gonna do with that Nothing, well, but we don't you know. know. Might, there might be disseminating people. I also <laughs> heard that, like, if uh, it, it also gets like put into the the um, the government's. Um, well, yeah, they but they yeah, see so, like, all you, of our if you shit. Plan on, like, like they see the shit pictures of our yeah, shit we're taking. You, like they could see you plan whatever on, they like, want. You know, committing murder, <laughs> then they're gonna find you. Not if you don't <laughs> take any shit. Pics. I don't. I don't plan <laughs> on committing murder. You've That's taken good. a shit pic in your life. I call. N- I haven't. You've never taken a shit picture. No. Ever. No. In your whole dick life. pic. No. No You've dick. You've never pic. taken a dick pic. No. Not even for yourself. That's not no. true. Come on, bro. Why would you take a dick pic for yourself? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. What? Your Thank dick's you, only going to be that age for so long. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. I have, a, I have so many photos. Don't hack my iCloud because it, actually it's not backed up. Um, <laughs> I mean, Because I, I don't want to pay a dollar a month. I have nothing against people doing it. I just have no need for that. It's not a need thing, man. It's not a need. What it's is a curiosity it? thing. Yeah, be like, what would this look like from this angle? You never want to know what your asshole looks like? Easy fix. Get a camera. No, you just bend over in the mirror. All right, no, no. Speak for yourself. You guys are ridiculous. You can take a photo, too, if you want. You guys are just unhinged individuals, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what your asshole looks like. What if it's spotted? Yeah, what if it's spotted? What if it's spotted? What are you going to do? You would never know. This is more critical for... That's, I can, you I want can a girl go to see the, my whole life for the first time telling you, knowing hey, that your asshole spotted Why? like a leopard. Why would you not want to know about every part of your body? It's yours for want, now it's until... It's yours. You don't want to see every crevice? What Berkey would look like in the mirror. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't say you should do it for an audience. <laughs> Well, he's he's probably uh, like doing one of these. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just, I just scroll through all the sexy pictures that I get, and I go, I think that pose will work. Matt's got yeah, some. Yeah, well, you were just like, I wonder what it looks like. <laughs> You've got some uh, sync pics. Yeah, yeah. You never you never worried about like grooming the yeah, areas what if that you, you can't what if, see. Okay, what if you had like two very mm. long hairs? Right. <laughs> I I don't. What if it's spotted like a leopard and you have two really long hairs and you would never know? And then some uh, some woman tells you, hey, you've never seen this before? You have an asshole spotted like a leopard. Landon's over there wanting to shave his arms and legs and he has no concern what his asshole looks like. Like This is such a problem. Yeah. Don't put this on me, man. You have a... You guys live in a completely different there, world than this I is, live in, I, think. I like that this is all one here. existence. You know, we all live yeah. collectively I mean, uh, in this existence. If I could put a camera inside my body and like look, i would love to look what's going on in yeah there. same i've always wanted to be able to look inside my ears i find that fascinating yeah i don't know what they see but there's i was like, like there's the little um camera that you yeah, can buy you can do that 
Oh, I can't yeah, look at can, my own ears. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can connect it to your phone. Yep. No way. Yeah. yeah. They have this little oh, fucking sick. camera. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, You'll would, probably put it in your I was going to say, I would put that in so many, <laughs> <laughs> so many crevices. Oh, so we're going to start getting in, internal just shitting gonna, videos. from cr- just going to have ear picks and inner ear picks. <laughs> Corey Guys, says I he got, has one. You can't borrow wow. it. Guys, I, I got a crap on deck that you wouldn't believe and I just sent a picture of like my colon. <laughs> This sounds just I terrifying. Tell you, some things are just best left unseen. I'm I'm not so sure about that, man. <laughs> I would like I I want to see everything. Yeah. Uh, you want to get your asshole bleached? No. Come on. My asshole bleached. Why yeah. not? Why not? Because I'm a get rid of those leopard spots. One-year-old man who doesn't need to have his asshole. <laughs> you don't want Michelle to do that for you? Have you had a prostate I inspection? I think that's all your common courtesy. Uh, no, but. At 45, um, you're supposed to get the first uh, colonoscopy, so we'll be looking forward when do you, to that. When do they start fingering your ass for you? I don't know. Oh. Well, are you looking forward to Jamin it? Jamin just had that. He did. 50, 50 definitely. It used to be 50 was when you used to start, and now they, they lowered it to 45. So I'm not doing it at 45, man. I live a healthy life. If they're going to take me, let <laughs> Listen, them fucking man, take me. Listen, man, just do it. <laughs> Fucking did you guys talk about fucking six cameras up his asshole? Right, He's right, like, yeah, that's exactly what a colonoscopy is. No, right. no, no, <laughs> no. That's exactly what it is. They stick a camera up your ass and yeah. take a look around. Yeah, the difference is I'm trying to stick a camera like a quarter of an inch in. Right, they're they're trying to stick the it up to my throat. Yeah. No, no, no. That that's a that's an upper endoscopy. Oh shit. <laughs> they call you can get them both done at the same time. It's called a double dip. Of course <laughs> it is. <laughs> Matt, Matt, did you get did you get your blood work or no? I'm going uh well, I was gonna go today after the pod, but I'm not gonna have time, so I'll go tomorrow morning. Oh, nice. Okay. Can I just go? No. Fuck. You need to get an yeah, order. You have to like they have yeah. to order it and then you go to the lab and get so much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you don't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that needs to be uh, take taken off the to do list. Yeah. All right. The to do list is uh dick pic. Drive <laughs> and blood work in that order. Yeah, one hundred percent in that order. Yeah. Asshole, look at your yeah. asshole. The, uh, you and, can and you make can, sure your asshole is okay. You can Listen, put the asshole at the bottom, Bert, but dick pic for sure. Forty-five. Get your colonoscopy. You eat a lot of red meat. Like just, oh, you just do it. Relax, Grandma. Wow. I'm get gonna be fucking fine. Already, okay, you? or at least get your ass fingered by the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a, like you haven't done that before. I mean, self-inflicted. You know, everybody will try some sometimes. Really. Yeah. You fingered your butt? Everybody, everybody has. I've no, never fingered my butt. I don't think everybody has. Why not? No. It's there. You never put anything in there? No. Nope. I've cleaned my asshole. But aren't you guys yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Aren't you guys curious about your pee spot? The pee spot? Um, the prostate? I don't, I don't know that we can reach that. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you ever yeah. see American Pie yeah. 2? No, no, no. It was, road, it was road trip, but I think that there's... Uh, Stop, uh, man. Please, God. This is making me unco- uncomfortable. I think that, I thought that was <laughs> You're holding it. your stomach. You can make you vomit. All right. Just a human body. Talking about motherfucking vomiting. This motherfucker oh, today shit. was brushing his teeth. Why is he teeth? screaming? Because this is some real motherfucker. beef. Yo, <laughs> is brushing his teeth today. And Corey, I know you're out there. I want you to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he walks. Is he stroking out. <laughs> that is what you sounded like brushing your teeth today. That's how he always brushes his teeth, the, at least the, from what I remember. Yeah, that is certainly not what you, I sound like. Y- I, I cough. They both do it, but I, they no, think that no. only 
like Conrad thinks Berkey does it, and Berkey thinks Conrad does it, but you both no, do it. I know I do it. I do it. You've heard both of us. There's just no way you could say they're you, synonymous. You know what yours sounds like? It sounds like Walter White, but when exactly. he's in denial of having lung cancer. Exactly. That I will admit to. You are, you're so spot on with that it's analogy. It's the same one, fucking thing. One time, no, Conrad, it's not. Oh my one God, time I was brushing his teeth and like just had the door open, and I was just in the kitchen, and I heard the wretched sounds. It's horrible. And I was just like, I literally was like, are you okay? I don't understand. It's just a very deep cough. It's, it, I agree. But it's sort of a, a gag. Cough, yeah, because you're, no, you're brushing your tongue. Time the fuck out. The yeah. crazy you're part your tongue. about this. Listen, you're brushing your tongue and you go deep and then it's just, you cough. Yeah, you get a tickle. I, I've done it yeah, and like, <laughs> scare the shit out of a shit. Why so aren't far. you guys buying tongue scrapers? Like, it just, it seems like well, so much Well, if you guys easier. go through yeah. so much when you're doing it. It just seems unnecessary. I, I gotta tell you, if you didn't point it out, I wouldn't even notice anything. But like to equate it to what Conrad Conrad has Conrad an, actually vomits. He has it a, he has an exorcism. He actually has bulimia. Thing. Yeah, it's a full blown exorcism yeah. whenever he's brushing his teeth. His <laughs> the demons leave his body along with a bunch of vomit just being projected out all over the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes when I brush my teeth I get lightheaded. Uh, of course you Why do. Why is this an tongue. extreme sport for you? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're performing some Doesn't sort of like Way. medical procedure on your do mouth. Do you guys use electric toothbrushes? No, I have Maybe in the past. I don't think they do like a good it. job. I, I'm they not do a, way better. I'm not a big I fan. I think the they're too soft. I use disposable ones that buzz, you know? Oh, the Oral-Bees? Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah. called Pulse. Yeah. I've had that in the past, too. I, I, like, a, uh, I like a firm brush. I have like one that has like a bunch of different settings. I do settings. medium, yeah. Yeah. Soft is... Hard is too much. <laughs> Some start bleeding and soft. You feel like you're really not getting in there. Cursetter says, I don't know why you guys are deep throwing your teeth I brushes. I don't know it's why crazy. you're not. That's, <laughs> this is just good practice, Jamie. Okay. You know, uh, unlike Conrad, I've reduced my gag reflex to about zero at this Sometimes point. Sometimes you so. wake it up in the morning and your mouth is zero. Zero. Where do you really get sound like zero. This is absurd. No, look, guys, guys like absurd. it when you cough. <laughs> you know from experience? No, <laughs> from watching porn. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's real life. Mm-hmm. You mean it's not? Yeah. I thought I thought there were just step siblings <laughs> fucking <laughs> coast to coast. No, there's real siblings fucking, obviously. Yeah. Barely, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk poker. Yeah, let's move on. Airball oh, yes. Rick, Airball Rick, not Airball yet. Rick. Not, <laughs> not yet. Si- no. Nope. Uh, we're gonna give a highlight before we get to the to the uh, Nick right. Airball stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I didn't watch. Um, much of either live stream yesterday, but Christian, who devours every single second of stream poker ever created. <laughs> Somehow he watches every, even if they're on at the same time. Yeah, he's just double dipping, like mm-hmm. just catches everything that happens. All he right, sent yeah. us a clip of, uh, of Schwan <laughs> making the nuts on the turn yep. and then uh, having the second nuts on the river. Third, but folded. Was it third? Mm-hmm. Well, second relative. I don't think, what was 10-7 was seven the other one? one. I just meant in yeah. Absolute value, third sure. nuts, but sure. Well, thanks for the correction. You're welcome. See, that is mansplaining. No, it's not. <laughs> you were just wrong. I was just wrong. You're right. Um, <laughs> so. you, you know what? It's great to be back. I'm so happy to be back, guys. I gave you a win. I said I was yeah. wrong. Yeah, he that's did. actually like, I'm, yeah. sh- I'm still in shock that he just said, you're right. Yeah. How'd it feel? Okay. So the clip. <laughs> Publication for a list to give you like... Top 27 trip She's a value on herself. And they have ratings. It's very, it's very detailed, so you know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 A lot of dead tattoos and, and emails. That's what I'm saying. That's what, like, yeah, the, you would think that. And I would say Atlanta show pubs are better, but Portland has more. There are like celebrities out there, huh? In Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, not only just for the dancers, but that's also how like, also how you get like your music dropped. You know, like if you break your song in a strip club, it becomes like a strip club anthem. Like, no, 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 not actually dance. No, if you're wow. a musician, if you can get the DJs, if the strippers love your music, like everybody will love your music. Yeah. And Schwan. Finding the fold, the best player <laughs> at the table, the only player at the table who Sick might forts. be capable of laying that hand down. You must be so down. sad. <laughs> if I, if yeah. I, if I, make it. I gotta tell you, I, I don't know what you could do differently uh, in that spot, but well, well, first, why didn't he shove? Why did he bet? Why did he? So she she overbet the pot on the river. There was like I think twenty two hundred in there. She uh, bet three thousand, mm -hmm. and then he raised to eighty nine hundred with thirteen hundred behind. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure why we're not jamming here. It seems like that's the only size. Right. Um, but <clears throat> do you think that that had something to do with her fold? No. Like when you see the non-all-in raise, doesn't that just kind of appear more nutty? He covered her, right? Mm, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. Because he's still at 1300 behind after. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes people just don't want to go all in. They don't want all the money. They're scared, they man. Think that, well, they think that they're going to scare the other person off or something. Yeah. But yeah, then maybe. it makes it look way stronger. I have to tell you, I'm not folding straight here. This is legendary know, shit. Like, she's, she's just the she's best. She's sick, yeah. Uh, but she to, even says, like, do you have, like, Queen Ten of Diamonds? Right. Which is sick because, like, now, <laughs> now we're assuming that, like, he just doesn't call the turn unless it's a combo draw of sorts. Right. Um, but because she bet pot on the turn, I think, or near pot. I think yeah. she bet, like, six into, <laughs> six into eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's such a sick fold, but it's like, I, I don't think we put enough light on when players make these really great live decisions like uh -huh. this, because this stuff is so available live. Uh, we ran the hand earlier last week, I believe where, or maybe it was on Monday this week. I can't recall, uh, where, um, Wesley ripped river for a big amount, maybe potish, maybe no, it might've been actually three like X pot. And Casino Eric had like ace three for trips and uh, blocking like nothing really. Um, and ultimately called and I was like, well, you know, Wesley could have these bluffs and I start naming some like far-fetched ones and Chin mm -hmm. was very quick to just be like, yeah. he's not bluffing, man. He's a 2x spot. He's okay, yeah. 100 into 50. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Chin's just like, he doesn't have any bluffs here, man. And it's like, yeah, he probably doesn't. Like, like making folds just like doesn't. that is harder than pulling the trigger on bluffs, in my opinion. For you specifically, or just in the general populace, you think? Um, I don't know. Because I think they kind of it is. Yeah, I think they kind of correlate, right? Like, uh, the reason why the fold is so hard is because the hand strength is worth so much. Yeah. But the reason why the fold is possible is because nobody pulls triggers. I think there's also like yeah. a, a level of like sunken cost fallacy for sure that plays in. Well, maybe, but I understand what you're saying. But uh, you're saying in regards to. Uh, paying attention to the fact that they're out of like they don't have bluffs yeah because theoretically obviously the hand just always calls right but in like instances where you know that they're just they're no one bluffs yeah, yeah yeah uh maybe it's more of like uh, uh, taking it even a step further where it's not actually the monetary sunken cost but it's like just a sheer emotional sunken yeah. cost like you had already emotionally planned to win this hand yeah yeah and then something happened where you're just like what the fuck and then it's like so much like it's just compared to your pot odds are just so good that you convince yourself yeah. like oh, okay i wonder if that's like actually an occurrence like i wonder if this would ever be testable but do you think that like we start to get such a dopamine release prior to the river coming out 
that our expectations are so high in one direction oh, yeah. we can't That's really curb it back it well, do- dopamine is right? the thing that makes you want so yeah, yeah. your your dopamine just pumping out because you're like i'm gonna double up i'm gonna double up and then like yeah you know the board changes yeah yeah but yeah. your brain's still prepped to double up right you just turn into a teenager it's impulse control a lot holding, of it holding hands in public and you're just like i can't take it anymore like i can't think yeah. it's just all over yeah so you understand something like that you know no poker's easy less so other things like when when these things happen then we like attach ourselves to an effective outcome especially yeah. in poker where it's like oh i turned the nuts i deserve to win the pot now but like clearly given new information especially after overbetting and then getting jammed on and just having enough like trial and error to realize oh yeah when i get jammed on it's only the nuts i don't have the stone nuts well that's so why I it's so lose. important to have the plan yeah in place. yeah agreed like, this happened when Henry and I were playing in Barcelona and I was just like, I'm going to bet fold this top top uh, on the river. Yeah. And then I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I really don't want to fold. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm going to stick, stick to my plan because when I don't, it's not good. And then he shows me the nuts. Think so. long, yeah. think wrong. Yep. So you look at that. Wait, it's- now to be clear, look, I, I understand what you're saying, but you're not, you're not folding seven, six there. No. That wouldn't even but have crossed your mind. That's because- <laughs> Me either. I'd be like, this guy well, could do this with two pair, maybe, or a set. And that, well, I think, I think I that's do. a step further than he would even take it. He would get shoved on, and he would just like, call. <laughs> I would, I would call fast, but I would expect to like get shown queen ten. I would call Always? still. I would call. I would expect to beat some value sometimes, like maybe a set, but that's probably just a lie. Like in yeah. in real time, in that spot, I would think to myself, okay, he clearly has worse value. But he might just not have no, worse I, value. No, he definitely, definitely does not have worse value. So if he doesn't have worse value, then... You left 1,300 behind. Yeah, then you should just fold. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Not saying so, I would. I'm saying I don't even think like the thought process goes that far. Like, us old-timey regs, we will at least like moan that call in. <laughs> right? Because we've just yeah. been hurt enough. Yeah. I could yeah. never fucking win here. Yeah. This is so goddamn yeah. stupid. Why do you have $1,300 behind? Yeah. What the you know what? I fucking hate you here. It's a lot yeah. of, it's a lot of live. <laughs> that's, that's You guys r- have a lot of like built up live trauma. Yes, you know? 100%. Like, it's like, so okay, stupid. this thing happened. Sure, take my money, move on, chalk it up, right. next hand. We, we would moan that one in hard and half of us would find really great folds like Schwann and then the other half of us would just always end up calling because yeah. second nuts I think, type thing. Little, I think it's a little bit less. I mean, a little bit, a lot less than half. <laughs> the call or the better, fold? Better folding. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not sure. I honestly think it's like so pers- personality based. Like, I think that there are some personality types that just absolutely could never in a million years find a fold there. Mm-hmm. And I think there are others like the tortoise that would struggle to find the call. I fold, I I fold as fast as he calls. Right. Wow. <laughs> no fucking way. I'm just kidding. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I take I take five ten seconds, then yeah, I fold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because you like folding. I mean, no I like, fucking way. Brian got I ahead. Like, he uh, made ahead with seven like six. He's just not folding. He probably yeah. folds pre. What do you mean? He doesn't even have seven that's six. That's That's fine. Maybe I like saving money more than I like winning money. Yeah, that's risk aversion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Money well, saved is money earned. Well, it's the whole thing of uh, playing not to lose versus playing to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This is all very, <clears throat> it's all very uh, 
it comes back to me because that's what I'm, synonymous for life in a lot of ways. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm not playing to win. I'm that's playing. why when we talk about this stuff, I always relate it to poker. I know. Because I'm like, well, you know, when you bluff, you're going to run yeah, into yeah. it a percentage of the time. Same with like getting rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I play to not lose. Also, he's like so singularly focused that that's the only language he could actually yeah. hear you in. Right. <laughs> well, that's something I'm good at, you know? Right. It's well, easy because to relate you, things when you're like, good at it. It's a, it's a, sort of situation where you can take your own advice because it's like you would tell someone well yeah but that's you know you just have to do it yeah i guess the difference is like in poker it's just money (laughs) but like with people it's people you know like myself included and i feel differently about that yeah (sighs) feelings i gotta start playing the win man yeah but i don't even know if i want to win that's the thing do i want to win i don't know what in the fuck is going on what do you mean you don't know if you want to win obviously you want to win yeah, you why would you you win. wouldn't be going on a nationwide makeout tour if you <laughs> <want to> <laughs> Sticks because hey. it makes no no there's a difference because that's because it makes me feel good because i never had this attention before Th- this is also very important stick next time you're in the shower stick your fingers up your ass you'll get the answer that you're looking for <laughs> make sure you lube that thing up though first water is not a good lubricant that hey melissa that's how you learn to take care of other people you make those mistakes <laughs> on yourself your first. yeah you make those mistakes on yourself first huh, huh. there oh, you go ridiculous uh, right. For me, it was learning what a fizzer is. Fisher, fizz, Fisher, Fisher. Anal Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how I uh, found my fingers doing the dance down there. Like, you had one. Uh, yeah, for like six years. <laughs> wow. Did you have to get it removed? No, no. Finally healed up after I. Uh, Sometimes people have to get those removed. You know, it's funny. I I had it when I was. Uh, you would think it would come from like eating a lot of meat. Or like I would think it would come from putting things in your butt. <laughs> no, no, yeah. they're very, they're very, very common in men. Yeah, because you guys be doing stuff up there. <laughs> no. I know you guys have a spot. No, that's not why. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Matt. Hi, it's me again. <laughs> hey, it's me, Matt. Oh, Hello, it's Matt. Matt, Matt determined. Hey, Matt. Yeah, Matt, Matt determined. He's back. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I think uh, I'm not positive of this, but I assume it comes from like not having enough fiber in your diet, and you just have hard stool. Mm, okay. And it just starts, yeah, you know, maybe have an impact. Uh, it's it's a paper cut for anybody who's. Don't it's you effectively just eat oatmeal for like half your life? So that's what I'm saying uh, is ironically, uh, you would think it would come from like eating a lot of meat and uh, not enough vegetables or something along those lines. But when I had it was actually like when I was eating my worst diet. It was when I was a college athlete and I was just literally consuming 6,000 calories of anything I could get my hands on. Uh, and uh, You were pooping a lot. Big ones. <laughs> that's when all the pictures came. <laughs> wow. <laughs> This show's off the rails. <laughs> saved those bad boys up, man. You saved know? them in what? A bag? No, not the actual physical <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, it's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. My God, woman. Jeez. What's the matter with you? <laughs> what is this article? Here's so many people have tried butt stuff. It's more than what's on there because not everyone. Is there an over under? What, what, well, what do you think? 60%. Uh, no way. Under. <laughs> For sure, under. Yeah. I would say under, let's see, what does it say? Huh. 35.9% of women and 42.3% of see, men. See, you guys be doing stuff. Well, those numbers don't correlate. <laughs> oh, it's higher for men. Because you guys have a P spot, it makes sense. Well, it also makes sense because that's how gay sex happens. Yeah. So, you know, but some percentage... Use that hole too. Well, some percentage of women are gay, some percentage of men are gay. Yeah. The percentage of women who are gay probably aren't doing much butt stuff. The percentage of men who are gay are only doing butt stuff. Yeah. 
seems True. greater than. Okay. Learning a lot here today. Now you know. The more you, you know. know. All right, let's get to more poker. <laughs> how did we get off poker? How did we get fucking how, how did we of get fucking anal anal shit? I'm not sure. Oh, I remember. I don't want to talk about it. You told Landon to finger his ass in the shower. Yeah, it'll give him all the answers he's looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it won't. It will. Just no. analyze it, bro. Just I'm, do it and analyze poor it. Poor Conrad, they share a shower. Or, Leave me out. <laughs> or maybe in your instance, analyze it. Leave me out of this. Why are your headphones not on? Well, half of them is on because the sound went out. So I was, but it's back. So it's back now. I'm trying to figure out when it goes out now. I'll, I'll get a. Uh, I'll get a better connector. We'll for figure tomorrow. it out later. It's yeah, okay. I got you. You're doing man. great. I got you. You're doing great. <laughs> uh, so yesterday on Hustler Live, uh, they had a rowdy one. Airball Rick, Airball Rick, Airball Rick. Why do you call him Airball Rick? Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, during the All-Star game, I'm like, and then they had some guy named Airball Rick, and then I just, just stuck. I oh. think it sounds better. I think you should consider Changing, name change. changing yeah. his entire name to Airball right. Rick. Yeah. Based off of uh, based off Poo Dog's recommendation. Yeah, Airball Rick. It kind of reminds me of uh, Rick from um, Big Mouth. Uh, Coach Rick. Coach. Coach Rick. Oh, that's Coach Steve. Oh, it is Coach Steve. It's Coach Steve. There's what no I Rick. I feel like there should it's be Rick, a Rick and Morty. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I feel like there should be a Rick in Big Mouth. <laughs> no, um, it's Coach. It's Coach oh, no, no, Steve. No, no, no. Rick is the uh, the old. Hormone oh, that's monster. the hormone monster Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. there definitely is a Rick. Of course, yeah. that guy's great. If you haven't watched Big Mouth, you're missing out for sure. Um, so anyway, right. it was twenty five fifty a hundred. <laughs> what Big Mouth is great? Why are you shaking your head? Okay. <laughs> you don't think Big Mouth is great? No, I do. No, go ahead. It's just a just a funny little addition yeah. to, to our regularly scheduled programming. What, what, what is what, happening right now? Schedule. <laughs> Well, we were talking about Airball Rick, and then you went with to Big Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Rick the Hormone Monster yep. for Big Mouth. Yeah. You, All right. You've been there. You've seen it. All right. Um, <laughs> sure. So Nick bought in for half a million. This is the first game I've ever watched where Garrett didn't cover the table. It's a lot of money. Uh, playing 50, 100, so they're sitting 5,000 big blinds. Yeah, deep. a lot of big blinds. It's a lot of big blinds. What was the... Why did he do that? Uh, well... Judging by the clip, it seems like he just wanted to dick measure a little okay. bit. Uh, I haven't seen any of this, so whatever I react will be. Okay, we'll put up the first time. clip where he's yeah, actually measuring are, his dick for uh, his life. With Nikki Airball. Um, I'm awake now. How late are we playing tonight? I have to leave by 6:30. 6:30 in the morning. So my wife can take take a, a picture of my dick before she goes to work. <laughs> In case anyone asks her how big it is. <laughs> I'm stupid, but I can't help but laugh every fucking time. <laughs> what do you mean? Very... And yeah. some of you are uh, less than pleased. He heard it. It's okay. Um, well, it had subtitles at least. It I did guess. have subtitles, so we managed to <laughs> to at least sneak that in. Uh, but oh wait, maybe we're Still all no, muted. We're all oh, muted. we're all muted, Guapo. What the fuck? Oh, he said we're fine. Nope, we're good. Okay. Mm -hmm. F sound. No sound. Um, Audio down. Back. So it's back. Okay. Effectively, he 
bought it for a pile and seemed to have been doing a little drinking. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it was high too. Okay, well that's on what bath salts? I don't know. <laughs> Tuckman said that he was high, and this All is right. how people act when they're high or something. It's not, like that, but so. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll okay, that. well, that's weird. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, his behavior was not great. Uh, all in all. Um, and it kind of poses a question of how much does this stuff matter? Now, you've only seen the first clip and he's just making a dick joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as a woman who plays in these mid to low stakes games where this kind of stuff happens yeah. probably more often than not, yeah. how offensive on a scale of one to 10 do you find this type of stuff? That specifically, like not really. Um you know i definitely am willing to make more passes it just did naturally because i'm there to make money i'm willing to make more passes if the person is being very action yeah so that's kind of the first well that's actually probably not the first point of discussion i want to have but it is a discussion that i do want to have um let's show the other clip because i think that this is probably a more egregious minute I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, so I think, I think like in watching that clip, Ling Lin is trying to roll with it. She's trying to roll with it while also sort of checking him in a way that isn't like disruptive to the table harmony, even though that is what he is being. That's the spot where I would expect one of the other guys to uh, back her up a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, right. you don't That's have to be a, a dick. Like, All right, so, so let me lay it out because I think that this is super common and I think this is a common gripe uh, amongst women in the poker community as a whole. Uh, first, like, when you're talking about low to mid stakes, no limit hold'em specifically, right? Because like what happens in the nosebleeds is it's generally going to be private. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be behind closed doors and that's a pretty self-policing arena anyway. That's not saying that it's more excusable there. It's just saying that like, you know, shit happens, whatever. But when we're talking about like low to mid stakes, let's call it uh, one three no limit all the way up to uh, five ten open games, things of that nature. Uh, this got- is behavior you see a lot in like one three. Yes, yes. So these are the types of guys, and I don't want to, qualify nick airball as anything i don't know him personally i'm just whatever i'm just basing it off of (laughs) uh what i watched last night um these are the type of guys who stumble in off the floor that are drunk that are losing that got buried in the pits that are in the mood to gamble that spice a game up right and as a man uh nobody could ever be so disruptive that i wouldn't just take the ev of the spot yeah because there's nothing he could do or say that is going to be so off-putting to me personally i didn't like the way he was saying like i'm the boss i'm the boss i didn't like that um and then just like the way he was like 
I didn't like that one. Well, uh, no, I, obviously, that, that super second cringe. One was, uh, no, not just cringe though. I really didn't like that one. I don't know. Like, I can't really put my finger on it, but it, it was just sort of uh, a little too yeah. targety <clears throat> for me. Yeah. So, yeah. like, let me clarify. When I say n there's nothing that could happen that will disrupt or be so disruptive to me that I wouldn't take the EV of the spot, I mean, like, me personally, like, he could never say or attack me as an individual personally enough to like. Disrupt is that me? a spot? Like, would you have said something there at that table yeah. during that interaction? uh yeah okay so like I, I i didn't want to get into this early but i i will so the way that i've handled these spots in the past and the way that um i think it's it's best for everybody involved to handle it mm -hmm. is to make yourself the target because like i'm i'm a more capable yeah actually that's what conrad did for me yeah and i think it works really well it doesn't solve the problem obviously it's it works though like get the it's the like, if there's one woman at the table, that shouldn't be, like, the target of the drunk man's anger. Of course. And totally agree. if that is happening, divert that shit. Because, like, totally agree. we just have, a, there's an inherent, like, physical difference. And when there's an angry drunk man, you know, and you also just never know. Like, it just could be, like, a really uh, unpleasant thing for a woman to have to deal with, especially if none of the guys are, like, saying. I, I, it kind of upset me that none of the guys actually backed her up there because she's clearly, like like you know scrambling. she's she's fighting back but she is kind of scrambling and it's like hey you know maybe someone just say all right you know well okay so like uh we're, we're jumping kind of out of order how i wanted to do it but that's fine i i can handle a curveball i don't know how you wanted to do it no so. no i know but I'm, I'm just saying that like uh the the reason why i i wanted to kind of frame first like what what's your opinion of like just the overall atmosphere of people doing this yeah is because there's other so i agree that everybody's comfort level at the table should be paramount right like so there's no excusing this if even one person is uncomfortable but uh what i also think happens is when you're playing for money like ling lin is and everybody else uh you're willing to make certain exceptions for people that are losing a lot of money right and i'm not saying that that's correct i'm just saying like that absolutely does occur so uh the third element to this is that i never want to be reductive to a woman in these scenarios either Right. So like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be the person who oversteps her to say like, Hey man, leave her alone. Well, you don't have to do it like that. No, no, of course. I, I obviously I'm, I'm being exaggeratory, but I'm just trying to make the point of like, there is a fine balance to strike between all these things. Show solidarity. Yes. That, that's, that's, it. that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I think that the <laughs> proper approach here, especially, uh, in the shoes of like, I'm not sure who else was in the game outside of Garrett um and was there okay yeah so like when you're a reg in these spots and you recognize that like okay a lot of your money is coming from this guy and he is picking on this woman that i need to stand up for and need to create a good atmosphere for mm -hmm. i think the best way to do is deflect all the attention onto you and the way in my opinion you don't do that necessarily by calling attention to uh the the direct attack that he puts on her because i think that amplifies it I think if you like call out his exact behavior of like, hey, stop, stop attacking her in that way. Yeah. It only amplifies it. And it, 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 you know, in that nature, he'll just keep trying to push that boundary and, uh, you know, not really turn into a sparring war with you. I mm -hmm. think the way to go about it is to just be obnoxious back to him, right? As somebody who's like bigger than he is in the game, as somebody who would be a target anyway, like you're playing a lot of pots together anyway. I would just immediately uh, revert to like talking shit 
at him, talking shit on him, talking yeah. shit on I mean, behalf of yeah, Lynn. Be, be, yeah. be relentless. Yeah. Just right. be relentless I, and honestly, it's just more so like the in that moment, it feels very you feel very alone. Um and I'm not want to speak for her, but if I were her in that situation, I would feel very alone with everyone just sort of being silent and or laughing along um while he is clearly like targeting her in a pretty aggressive way uh the only thing that would be required to make me feel better in that situation would just be some show of solidarity like hey we got your back it, you know we're not gonna let this get out of hand yeah so i think because that like you never know with drunk people especially like he's he's physically bigger than her he's a drunk man and like obviously she's like experienced and and like you know she's been around poker for a long time and she clearly can like handle herself verbally but it still is just like really important to show that like you have that person's back is like it just you have to and the fact that the table was quiet is very disappointing to me yeah i definitely think that that's the way to handle it within game now with that said uh you know that's not the that's not the correct approach to handling the situation as a whole, right? If we just saw this isolated incident as people who don't play poker and have no idea of like why they would want somebody like that in the game, we would simply say that the best way to handle this is for the casino itself to either have him removed or reprimand him in some sort of capacity. So um, I have a text from Nick. He said like their plan about this is that uh nick will tweet an apology they'll retweet it and say that they don't tolerate that behavior nick Fertucci. nick Fertucci will so airball rick will, will tweet an apology they'll retweet it and say they do not tolerate that behavior from dealers or players he takes a week or two off no drinking on for him on stream and if it happens again he's out he said we won't allow that on our stream okay that, that's that's great mm -hmm. uh it, it's it's good after the fact yeah. Uh, retribution. Um, I, I still want to put an emphasis though on like in real time, right? Because this this happened for an extended period of time to the point where like Tuckman's commentary, uh, you know, you could tell it was palpable. Like yeah. he was acknowledging it. It's, it, it becomes a little bit weird. Um, so in real time, if we're just like third party onlookers who don't know anything about poker, we'll be like, why the fuck is this guy here? Go like, get him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a public. I mean, it's obvious he, you know, he bought in for 500k and he's hammered. Like everyone wants some of that, but it's it's also like even even not even addressing him directly, giving her a glance and being like, you know, let me know if you need, you know, like I got you. Just something really quick and simple. It doesn't have to be a big show of you know anything. But just, just so, so just to show alone. that like you're yeah you're not alone yeah. like i got your back if, if this gets out of hand like i got mm -hmm. you like that's really like yeah. so goes way further than any of the, these grand gestures yeah i i think that that's like the best way to police in game but if we were if we were to remove that element and say like you know there's a certain onus to running a a game in real time what expectation is there do you think of uh, hustler stepping in, especially because this is a stream game. This is going out to hundreds of thousands of people when it's all yeah. said and done that see this. What onus do you think there is in real time to kind of come down, give him a warning, uh, have the floor talk just, to him? I mean, you can go and like sort of temperature check the table. Like, are you guys everything good here? Like, you guys need me to so stick like, around for a bit? Or, well, okay, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I guess like that why kind of temper things and why that level or why that layer though instead of just like uh immediately go, kicking yeah, him go, out well because, not not, because not necessarily immediately kicking building him around out. him not necessarily kicking <laughs> him out right so like that's that's the whole point that i keep coming back to is like uh we 
but by saying that, like basically we're saying we put that as paramount over anybody's comfort. To a degree. I mean, it's like, I'm sure she wants to make money too, but it's also a matter of like not letting her just scramble by herself in those moments. Right. So then why, why not, uh, if you're a hustler, just immediately step in and pull him aside and give him like a verbal warning or tell him to like, you could, th th that's what I'm asking. Like, where do we think that responsibility falls if at all on, uh, you know, the stream runner when it's a stream yeah. game or the regular casino, you know, cause like there were talks when Jamie was on uh, about bettering environments of giving like uh, a, a dummy number to text that would alert the floor that there's like. I think that once she's saying, can someone bust this guy? Can we get this guy out of here? Once she starts saying stuff like that. Well, to be fair, that was the absolute last hand of the night. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I guess I should add that context, but you know, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the entire six hours, so I don't know how many signals like that were alluded to. Because I've prior. definitely had moments where I've felt like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. I wish somebody else would step in so I'm not further like targeted more. Because if you, you know, make it into a thing, then yeah. they're going to target you more. Yeah, yeah, there's that... just, I've had many instances where, not many, but I've had a handful of instances where I've wished mm. someone would step in or I wished I knew someone at the table. Like I always talk about, even like with you guys in group chats and stuff, I talk about it's so I, I like I want to have a buffer person there I always want to have like it's always feels better to have a buffer person just mm. in case like things get out of hand and it's, nobody steps in it seems tough because in some situations like there'll be times where you want to handle something yourself individually and then you're kind of asking the, f the people around you to sort of intuit when and when it's not enough I mean it's like I, I never am offended if somebody wants to help well, also, that's why I was making the case okay. that you provide the buffer by turning the attention to yourself rather than um, kind of like making the attention about her, right? There's a big difference. There's a huge difference in messaging. If you say, hey, man, I don't appreciate the way that you're treating this because now you're speaking on her behalf mm. and like she may not want like, that. There was an instance where there was someone at the table when Conrad and I were playing and he was being just like really verbally aggressive to me during hands being like you don't want to play with me like have you ever, ever played cards before do you even know what this means blah blah blah. and i'm just like how come you're not talking to like the guys when you're in hands well, with them like that no, and then he's like he's like what do you mean and then conrad's like yeah you don't talk to me when i'm like when i'm in hands with you you don't talk to me like that the situation had happened already and yeah. then i had asked him and yeah. i was like wait you, you didn't talk to me like you talked to her. Yeah. Like he was just like, and, he just and that kind of, you know, he, he sort of stumbled a little bit. He didn't say but a like, word that's like so important because it really changes like the dynamic, the power dynamic there. Because it's like, oh, she has people backing her up. And unfortunately, there's a lot of guys who they'll only listen to other men. So we kind of need that. Like a lot of times these guys who are antagonistic will not listen to women. They'll only listen to men. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like it's important to know your role within the atmosphere and then to also handle it in a way that isn't uh is it reductive or worse on the on the woman in that particular instance and i don't even necessarily think this has to apply to women like i've seen plenty of like weaker regs and when i when i say weaker i i don't mean uh gameplay wise i mean just like personality wise people who uh just lend themselves to getting bullied or well, just timid, like more yeah timid. they're timid they don't fight back whatever the case may be and they just get like unnecessary shit and, like when that's the case if you are one of the stronger personality types like it's very important to not just necessarily go to bat for them but mm -hmm. to go to bat for them in a very indirect way of like you know bring that like bring that to me yeah you wouldn't dare say that to me right. kind of stuff 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I say that about, like, I even mentioned just that. Just to show, it's honestly, like, it really is just to show them that, like, this isn't the boys club where we're ganging up on the girl. Like, let's just get that straight. Like, we have her back yeah. if you're going to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely ways to step in and not even do something crazy and just be like, oh, like, like, let, like let's, let's calm down. Like, let's chill out. Like, I can see this going, like, a certain way. Where, like, you don't have to take a full, like, hard stop of, like, hey, like, you're acting like this, like, and making it a big spectacle. You actually do, kind of. Like, you can't, um, there is no, like, hey, can you calm down? Like, hey, like, being nice about it. You have to, like, sh- just turn it on them. I think it just depends on the person that's out, that does it. Well, it's, it's all a, the same person. It's not. It's, if it's, Garrett it's, says there's something, there's it's all, different than someone no. else saying something. If We're talking steps, about the person that's doing it. Yeah, like if Nick does something. They're very like similar char- character If Nick type. does something and Garrett says in that spot, hey, like I think we should chill out, that's a different if response. If any of the guys said anything, it would be better than her fending for herself. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um, just different Nick people, Cartucci like, says yeah. it, if he was there, it would have been handled. It falls on us. So they're taking responsibility for making sure that that situation doesn't happen again. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty reasonable. Uh, I I just I, I think the overall conversation is a much more interesting one because again in these low stake environments like this is very common. Yeah, and super common. You don't like we have to understand or we at least have to acknowledge that incentives aren't aligned. That was the whole conversation that I was trying to 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 build up here of kind of like presenting some for instances because everybody at that table was making money from the abusive player. Uh, and that tends to be the general incentive when you sit down at a poker table. So that incentive still will often be the priority of the majority of the right. Field. But I think it crosses a line when that player knows that that's happening. In this case, he did because he's like, "I'm the boss. I bought in for this much." He knew that that was the dyna- dynamic, and he was abusing it. Yeah, and that that's happens. When it's a, just yeah, and lot. of course that happens a lot, and it's just like. So I guess yeah, I guess like ultimately what I'm trying to arrive at is. Uh, I think that there are, I, I think that it's important to bear in mind that that incentive is in place, not because we have to be mindful of it or, or like follow it, but because uh, there will be a lot of women in Ling Lin shoes yeah. that would get upset if you chased him off. Right. right. Because they're just strong enough to hold their That's own. That's why I'm suggesting... Uh, you know, make eye, to- eye contact with the woman, like mouth, like you okay? Yeah. You know, get like check in. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah. Show yeah that I think you're there. I think coming up with like any sort of protocols on how to better handle these types of situations, uh, in scenarios where you understand that there is some onus, there is some responsibility to you as a player in the game to deal with it in a very tactful way, mm-hmm. um, and. Also that, you know, as the biggest winners in the game or whatever, there's also some responsibility to you to, let's call it manage this Mm -hmm. type of player. Yeah. Right? Like figuring out ways as a third party observer to generate boundaries so that everybody's in a profitable environment and a comfortable environment at the same time. Yeah. And I think that that's like, very important to talk about because there will be plenty of people who just look at this and say absolutely not zero tolerance get him the fuck out of there like the casino dropped the ball here by not removing him and then every player in the game dropped the ball by not like standing out of their chair trying to fist fight this guy for the abusive behavior that he was and that's all very true in a vacuum but it's just not true when we think about the incentives as to why each individual sat down and Mm -hmm. 
I, I'm not saying this as a means to slight any females or even any meek players who like can't stand up for themselves. I'm saying it in the sense that a lot of them understand where their money is coming from. Yeah. And I we mean, as humans just tolerate a lot of shit yeah. to earn more. Yeah. yeah. Well, this happened one time at MGM. There was this like really loud guy who bought in for like 2K at 1-2 and was just like going crazy and... Like the floor came over a couple of times to just sort of like be like, you guys good. It was, the uh, you have a gentleman? handsome boy, man. Yeah. yeah. They, he just came <laughs> over, like gave a thumbs up, like kind of it, it, like you just there's ways to just subtly sort of check if everything's mm -hmm. cool, if the players are all good. Like everyone just gave a thumbs up and then they walked away. Yeah, yeah I, I think that that's really good. Um, I also think it's like really important to when I'm talking about this, I'm not just talking about the, the lower end of the boundary of just like, um, we should all be tolerant of this terrible behavior. I'm also talking about the upper end of the boundary of ensuring that uh, this person who is giving away all of this free money isn't taking it to the step of, uh, I'm beyond reproach yeah. because I'm the whale. Right. 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 And I think a lot of people, a lot of guys, they buy in, like this guy bought in for all this money and he wanted to just like, he wanted to like act like that and say like, oh, well, I am the whale, so I get to do this, right? Like at the end, I am the boss. Yeah, I am the that boss. Was... That's what you're saying. Yep. So like it was very clear that it seemed that he definitely wanted to, you know, use his, his uh, whaleness, if you will, to uh, act, you, you know, to, to act, to have that kind of behavior, yeah. which is, is, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, it's basically to create this power dynamic where it's mm -hmm. like, I can say whatever I want to you and you can't do anything because right. like you yeah, want me like, here yeah yeah like, and it's I just goes, like all right hey I'm gonna you know, leave if you, you're if you a try to like calm me down yeah yeah by yeah. the way about Rick total dick move <laughs> 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 at least show us the dick pic if you're gonna mm -hmm. talk about it so much yeah yeah I think that uh <laughs> the the last thing that I I think is probably worth touching on maybe it's a moot point at this point because we've kind of covered everything but uh I think it puts the commentator in an incredibly awkward situation right so like uh i would have loved to be commentating that yeah so all right so what do you think the responsibility is from the comment and maybe responsibility is the wrong word but like what do you think the best approach is from the commentator's perspective when when behavior like that's taking place because he obviously can't do anything about it he's watching it on an right. hour delay he can't like step out of the booth and mm -hmm. say enough is enough i i mean you can just be honest. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, I think there are multiple approaches. I think you can ignore it. I think you can ask for table, think, table talk to be. Can I ever fucking get a full sentence out? Probably not. <laughs> like, Christ. Ignore it. Okay. I, I think that you can, I think you could ask to ignore it. I think you, or I think you could choose to ignore it. I think you could ask to have table talk silenced. I think you can obviously acknowledge it and make don't it. Silence it. I don't think that's the way. Fair. Uh, I also make think an example out of it. Just be like, this is what happens. I think you sometimes. can make an example of it. I think I can finish a sentence. <laughs> well, you told, you, well, would you hurry up with it then? I mean, my God. Well, Get to the point. Here. We've said a lot of sentences in between. I'm going to start handing out fucking Ritalin before the show. It's taking forever. I mean, I, what's, I forget what you're even. Where, okay, it's go ahead. Because on. you're texting most of the time. I'm not texting, I'm reading in. the chat. Ay, ay, ay. I don't have any points left. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noonish. Well, real quick, I think from like a commentator's perspective, I think you can like address it, acknowledge it, and like be like, okay, this is not right, so to speak. 
and then that's kind of all you can do because you can't really you don't have that much control right there's not much to do when you're speaking over something that's going on as well as trying to like make your you're own on a sort platform of, and there's something it, controversial happening you can make an example of it yeah. i didn't hear the commentary so i don't but know it but was I, like non-stop I so i kind of like skimmed through it today and it was like i mean uh nick was he i mean he was obnoxious from like start to the finish he he was not so like abuse like at the end that was like the, what the clip we showed was like the worst thing he did uh -huh. and it gradually got worse i think throughout the, as he was drinking he got, i just and, didn't, that look right. in his eyes was a little demonic yeah. i didn't yeah. like that and um uh tuck was definitely he was acknowledging because you you almost have to because the guy didn't shut up the whole time right and the chat is going crazy and half the he like said half the chat loved him half the chat hated him mm -hmm. you know and so he's kind of just like saying hey like if you don't like it like like turn the volume down or or do this or you know and like like Berkey said there's really not a lot he can do to change anything tough spot so it is a tough spot yeah tough for spot. sure nick actually tweeted already he said i'd like to apologize for getting out of line last night i have apologized to the players and dealers won't be so obnoxious and drunk in the future that's good. So now we'll see if that holds true for the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good start for sure. All right. We lost our host. We'll see you guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. He's so over I, I'm, I'm completely done. I don't want to talk anymore. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. I might be here. We'll see. Uh, please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. We'll talk to you then. Later. Bye.